Good morning, everybody, and welcome to January 1st, 2020. Happy New Year from When I Rise. Today, we will be in a special liturgy in year A called New Year's Day. It's kind of cool that the church decides to have a one-day liturgy for New Year's Day, and so we're going to be uh, looking at that passage today, which there's several of them on this day, but I'm going to look at Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1-13. through 13. So here we are on New Year's Day. I don't know if you do New Year's resolutions or not, but maybe you should think about it, and uh, maybe today's reading might inspire you to do something. Uh, I came across a quotation from Richard Rohr who says that he prays to God to give him one great humiliation a day in the eyes to see it so that he can be aware of his uh, spiritual journey, what he needs to work on, and what he needs God's grace for. And so I'm thinking about doing that, like every day praying that prayer. And then I also need to keep my work, work desk a whole lot cleaner. So praying that prayer and cleaning the desk is kind of a couple things that I'm going to do. So um, yeah, Happy New Year. Hopefully that uh, you start off the new year with enthusiasm. So let's begin the new year with some prayer. So we'll read the passage from Ecclesiastes chapter 3. I'll offer a couple points of reflection. Then we'll spend some time praying as we start the new year. Thanks for making us part of your morning and part of your new year on When I Rise. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verses 1 through 13. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, and a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. What do workers gain from their toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on the human race. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the heart of every human, yet no one can fathom what God has done from the beginning to end. I know that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live, that each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all their toil. This is a gift of God. This is the word of God for us. All right, what can be said about this very popular and very well-known passage of Scripture? Um, You'll know that the contents of this passage have made their way into a pop cultural song from, I believe, The Birds, um, when they have that popular refrain. I think it was even in like a force, you know, the movie Forrest Gump. So it's got to be popular if it's in Forrest Gump. So uh, what can we say? Uh, this book, Ecclesiastes, is a series of wisdom teachings from the teacher, Colette, um, and he tries to uh, give some sort of a, a rendering of what his life uh, observations have been. And so he talks about different times and seasons. And uh, what I think it's cool about this is that uh, he gives meaning for time. And I think this is an important passage, and this is definitely the reason why uh, this shows up on New Year's Day, because I think we're thinking about our time. We think about the decade that has just passed and the new year that stretches out before us things that we'd like to be better at, uh, things that we'd like to take advantage of, 
knowing that we're kind of starting over with our time. It almost feels like on New Year's Day, the the hourglass is turned back over and the sand is fresh and new and it's falling um, in an empty space once again. And so we have all this time to do something with. And so what the wisdom of the scripture teaches us is that time is not arbitrary, that time is not meaningless, but time has purposes. And there's all these different couplets throughout this passage, time to be born and a time to die. And, you know, for those teenage boys out there, there's an interesting little idiom here. I won't spoil it for you, but a really interesting little idiom uh, in the middle of all these couplets. You can go search for yourselves what that might be. Uh, but nevertheless, when it was read, it probably made all the, the boys with the acne in the room giggle in the back. So uh, anyways, what can we say? I think a couple things. Uh, I think what's cool is that uh, the teacher gives an interesting tension here. He talks about a, a great burden that God has laid upon the human race, um, that we work hard, um, and uh, that uh, sometimes we don't get the return that we're looking for when we work. Uh, God has set this interesting little joke deep within the soul. He's He has also said eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from the beginning to end. And so there seems to be, I, I was looking at one of the scholars on this. He says what's what perplexes humanity is what might happen ahead of us, um, what God is up to in this passage. And we don't get to it exactly in this passage, but this passage goes all the way uh, to, for a few more verses. Um, but God is um, doing s- the stuff in the past. So as we look forward to the future, God is making sense of the past. It says in verse 17, I said to myself, God will bring into judgment both the righteousness and the wicked, for there will be a time for every activity, a time to judge every deed. So here's God making a case from what has happened in the past. So we strive towards what is ahead. God is looking behind, and we look at this kind of the central point of this passage, that he has made everything beautiful in its time. And so I think there's a couple of things that come to the surface here. Number one, is that we need to make the most of our time. Uh, the scripture teaches us again and again is that we need to be aware of the times and then we need to make the most of it And uh, because we only have a limited amount of years to our days and so we need to be assertive about the things that we know that we should do. And there's also a bit of a peace or an ease uh, with our human experience as well. So on the one side, we have to, we want to strive, we want to press ahead, but also we see uh, in verse 12, I know that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live, that each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all their toil. This is a gift of God. So yes, we need to make most of our time. God makes it beautiful, everything beautiful in its time. And uh, we need to enjoy it and enjoy it with one another. And so I just want to pray a simple prayer today, a prayer that we make the most of 2020, but that it would also be a year of joy that stretches out in front of us where we enjoy the work that we do and the people that we share it with. So let's pray this morning as we start 2020 together on When I Rise. Lord God, as we start a new day and a new year in front of us, I thank you that there's so much potential that's brimming because of a brand new year. I think for some of us, we've already done reflection on what's happened to our life so far. Perhaps we're already making some plans, plotting some pathways for some transformation in the year ahead. And so I thank you that you make everything beautiful in its time. That though the human heart may be perplexed by eternity and wanting to strive forward to see what's ahead of us, we understand and know that you take care and that you're gathering evidence of our faithfulness before us. Uh, and so, God, we thank you that you have both the past and the future in your hands. And so you give us this uh, you give us this challenge and invitation 
that we can enjoy life, the work that we do, and those that we enjoy it with. And so, God, I pray for 2020. I pray that it's a fruitful year. God, for those of us in the United States, we have uh, perhaps a year of conflict with um, what appears to be a heavily contested presidential election and other local elections. And so, God, there might be a chance that we we waste our hours in our year on uh, trivial arguments and demeaning one another. And so, God, I pray that you would give us the grace to still have unity with those that we might not agree with politically, ideologically, uh, socially. God, I pray that we might uh, find joy in our common work together. So God, give us grace this year. Allow us to look back a year from now and be thankful that you allowed our, our minds to be full of meditation and wonder on January 1st, 2020, that we made the most of our time, that we enjoyed life together. So God, we pray for grace upon this year. We pray that your kingdom would come and that it will be done. And that we'd be a different person this time next year. We ask all these things in Christ's name. Amen.